This is a Federal News Network podcast. Jim Cruz started his career at the Export-Import Bank back in 1970. The Beatles were still intact. He's been there ever since. He's responsible for several major policy changes, negotiations, and the reauthorization of the bank over the course of five decades. Cruz celebrated his 50th work anniversary with his co-workers last month, alas, virtually. He tells Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco what the bank was like when he first started and how that agency has changed over the years. Well, from the very beginning, it's always been an agency of about 400 people. It expanded a little bit at one time and came back down. So it was that size when I began. In today's world, I'd say it could appear clubby. Coaching ties and suits and stuff were required by everybody, including somebody who, who did the books and never saw anybody in the public. Women weren't allowed to wear pants. But at the same time, it was amazingly open and friendly and one institution. It uh, had a lot of people who had been there a long time. They knew each other and they were very open to helping new people. One thing that I will say just as an illustration of how much things have changed, one of the first weeks I was there, I was given a machine about the size of one of the largest old typewriters you might have ever seen. And it was actually a calculator. I mean, literally, it was about two feet across, about a foot high, and about 18 inches deep. And what you would do is, literally, you would punch in, say you wanted it to take 62 times 146. You would punch in that and then hit start. And the thing would go to chumunga, 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 chumunga. You know, and 20 or 30 seconds later, you'd get an answer. That was how we did calculations at that time, and else you wanted to do it by hand. But at the same time, it was a very professional, very focused institution. So how has the agency changed in the past 50 years? I mean, I imagine the, the two-foot calculator is gone. You're not using that anymore. But what other things have you noticed throughout your time there? Well, that's a long list, actually. The first is that the role of the bank has changed considerably. When I first got there, it was under a totally different international monetary system than we have operated under since 1975. It was called the Bretton Woods system. It was a system of fixed exchange rates. And the role of the bank was really quite important in export promotion, in supporting the value of the dollar, and therefore it was part of a strategic policy of the larger U.S. government. That put the bank on a higher pedestal than run-of-the-mill entities, and therefore we got a lot more attention. We got a lot more things that we thought were important, vis-a-vis treasury interests or OMB interests or whatever. In 1975, that all changed when President Nixon went off the gold standard and changed to a floating exchange rate. For many years, we were a third-class entity in a sense of very low on the totem pole of priorities. And then just quite recently, as part of the effort to deal with China, the bank has regained a portion of that strategic importance. So we've gone in what I'd call a 270-degree cycle from really important strategically to almost unimportant strategically to now somewhat important strategically. And that makes a huge difference in the atmosphere and dynamics within the bank. So that's one. The other one, I'm going to shift from I've been talking substance but I can't help but say this. When I first came to the bank, there was one 
woman loan officer out of, say, 40. There were a couple women economists, and that was about the extent of it in terms of the professional staff at the bank. There were also very few minorities of any type. Today, women make up the majority of the professional staff. They make up a good half or more of the senior management. They are integral to the whole institution and, in fact, are a predominant influence. And minorities and others have a much uh, significant role. That changes the the internal culture for the better and uh, is something that has been particularly beneficial to policy because the the group of people that were assigned to policy in 1975 by Bill Casey were all men, about four of us. Since then, I have found that women have been the predominant recruiting base for the policy analysis. I only look at what comes across the transom, so I didn't pick the recruits. They have made up a good 75% of the applicants, and at one point, they made up almost 90% of the staff, and today, they're well over 50%. So that's a f- profound change in the institution and its operations. So, Jim, w- what made you stay for such a long time, for 50 years plus, possibly? Challenge. As I said, the fundamental role has evolved 270 degrees. The nature of the challenges that we had to come up with changed. And so almost every year or two, there would be a whole different dynamic in terms of okay, here are the six things that we need to deal with. Uh, We need to either respond to Congress on this. We need to respond to this group of outside interests on that. We need to develop this kind of a program. We need to develop that kind of a program. It did not stay the same. The nature of what I have done for 50 years has constantly changed. Even though we still do a competitive report as we have for 48 years, the nature of that report, the focus of that report, the process of that report has changed. And so since my major interest and in stimulus to work is responding to coming up with how do we do this? How do we get from point A to point B? We haven't been down this road before. How do we do it? That's what gets my juices going, gets me up in the morning. And so there's always been two or three of those challenges out there. So what's next for you? Well, first thing is that I have convinced the chairman and others that I should have a deputy so that I could focus on bringing an element of here's how we do things to a bunch of staff that because of the five-year absence from functional activity, there's a lot of forgotten lessons out there in terms of policy and procedure and negotiations and other things. So I'm going to try to shift my focus from day-to-day activity and operations and management to a longer term focus on what do the people who are here today, particularly in divisions of policy analysis and international relations, really need to understand, really need to know what historical context they need to have so that if nothing comes up that's particularly challenging in the next year, and I I say that because every election, no matter who wins, changes the dynamic of the issues facing the bank and the challenges. So that if next year there's nothing in the new dynamic that is particularly in need of Jim Cruz's expertise, maybe I'll move on. Maybe I'll find something else here that really needs my skill. I don't know. I just know that my focus will be on whatever the particular challenge is and in the teaching. And past about a year, 
I don't have any any time frame. So I saw that you got to celebrate uh, virtually, I guess, with some of your coworkers, your 50th anniversary. What was that like for you? Well, first of all, it was a total surprise. My wife had been in on it. I had not been in on it. So I'm sitting here at nine o'clock, 10 days ago, starting the senior staff call. My wife said she had a meeting outside at nine o'clock. So she had gone out the door and then all of a sudden she came back in the door with one of the staff wearing, of course, the mask, and then also a crazy party hat and some crazy glasses and carrying, you know, some various things. And then I'm supposed to turn around and all the bank senior staff are there on the screen and all my staff. So it, it was a surprise of considerable proportions and one that uh, was very rewarding. Being virtual, you felt it less, but you saw more of it, if you want to say it that way. It would have been unlikely that uh, all those people could have been there, plus people from outside the bank and stuff. So it really did allow for a broader touch and one that uh, is just very different. It's hard to explain virtual meetings, virtual celebrations, and how that compares with reality. Jim Cruz senior vice president of the Export-Import Bank's Office of Policy Analysis and International Relations. Speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Check out Nicole's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.